This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it, and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to Anchor. Dot .fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Marriage. I'm your host Melanie Studley. What's up my good friends? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. Today we're talking to Everyday with HK, also known as Hope and Kadera Watson. You guys, this is an awesome show, right? And we title it The Power of Positivity because once you listen for 1 second, of these guys, you're going to be like, okay, I've I been doing everything that. wrong. I want what they got. Sign so, me up. You guys, seriously, check it out. You're going to love it. All right, let's dive in. Today's show is brought to you by Faithful Counseling. Do you need help? Do you need some therapy? Go get it right now. Take our free online quiz when you go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. It's mm-hmm. amazing. You can do it from home. Obs, it's virtual, and you're going to love it. That's right, guys. So take it from me, a licensed marriage. No, take it from me. Take it from this guy, a license, a real-time licensed marriage and family therapist. You guys, you need to talk about what you're going through, anxiety, mm-hmm. depression, overwhelming, whatever it is, there's no shame in that game. We get stronger when we offload our problems, offload our concerns, offload our anxieties to other people, and a therapist knows what to do with it. So go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage to get the help that you deserve. Thousands of people, literally thousands of people are doing this. GetFaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. How you guys doing? Man, we are great. A lot's been going on. (laughs) I know. We'll dive. We'll dive all into it and get all the deets and what's going on, what's new. We know a couple things that are new and stuff like that. But absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah, just to start off, thank you guys. It's it's good. It's truly good to see you guys again. It's always fun to chill. Wow. So we're glad that you guys could come back on. We really do appreciate it. Yes, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Thanks for having us. Yes, yeah. we're yeah. excited about this. So yeah. we'll just dive on in. Uh, for our listeners who may not know who you are, but are familiar with your work, can you guys just introduce yourselves? Tell tell our people who who you are, what you're about, and all that good stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, this is my lovely wife, Hope. Well, and I'm Kadero Watson. So Hope and Kadero Watson, people may know us as Every Day with H and K. Yeah. And we are what people say relationship and 
champions or influencers or whatever. <laughs> we don't know. We yeah. just we just we Thank just live anybody. life. <laughs> we live life. And what we do is make videos that try to inspire healthy relationships with love and laughter. Yeah, nice. um, and so we kind of got started because of the pandemic. Yeah. And wanting to spend a little time with each other by doing some fun activities by creating TikToks. Sounds and... like we're still spending time with each other. <laughs> uh. no, you it missed it. Didn't stop. It didn't stop. Yeah. And it blew up into a platform. And oh, yeah. um God has blessed us with opportunities such as this one and many others to just continue to show people that marriage can be fun. Um, yeah. marriage can be positive even through all the ups and downs of it um, with just effective communication and putting work in, yeah. it could be one of the best times of your life. Yeah. yeah. Amen. You guys listen, effective communication and putting the work in and having fun and having fun. And right. Having fun. Yeah. So like, that's like amazing for real. That's almost a mic drop. Like <laughs> as a licensed marriage and family, and we're therapy, done. seriously, <laughs> like effective communication, yeah. putting the work in over and over and over, putting in the reps, showing mm-hmm. up, Mm-hmm. And like, okay, let's do this. We're not right. just having an easy out. And right. it, was, it was funny because me and Melly were like, okay, what do we want to title this to kind of, you know, lead from that? And just from watching your guys' stuff and all the videos and like uh, just all, all, all the funny stuff. And if you guys don't follow them on Instagram, you got to. After and TikTok. Show. You guys have hilarious videos. They're so much fun. And so we were thinking for a title and I was like, okay, it's got to be something about positivity because right. you guys just bring the positivity over and over and over. And it's not like a fluffy... Like, oh, let's let's paint everything <laughs> like roses and pink yeah. and stuff like that. It's like a for real, yeah. like, no, let's keep it positive. So mm-hmm. we wanted to dive into yeah. that and just get yeah. some inspiration yeah, right. from you guys in that way. And I, I have that. a question. Did you guys grow up in homes where this was modeled or is it just something that you started? As far as like the marriage or the influencer piece? TikTok, just kidding. No, no, no like, the, the like the positivity, like how you guys show up for each other. <laughs> oh. I, um, hold on. I just had a flashback to think if I grew up and my parents were TikTokers. Yeah, that would be a sight to see. So oh, thank God we didn't grow up in the TikTok household. Um, I think oh. so, though. I think like both of our families, you know, for the most part, of, of course, every family has their own issues. But for the yeah. most part, it's been positive. It's been happy experiences. Um, so I think that we kind of did just grow up happy. We had great childhood. So it was yeah. just like, we were always taught to be thankful for certain things and remain humble and just, yeah. you know, have a great outlook on life and be, well, for me, optimistic in a lot of situations. So. Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. I think both of us um, and living, we literally live five minutes down the road from each other growing up. And yeah. it's crazy <laughs> um, because both of our, our, our lives were kind of intertwined middle school, high school together. And I think it's just one of those things where what we saw, we made sure we took all the good of what we saw in our parents and their marriages. And then it was like, all right, let's take the bits and pieces. What can we use? What have they instilled in us? I was like, oh, yeah, this is good stuff. Mm-hmm. What were the things we looked at growing up? We were like, wow. Like, we're not taking that we with will us. We're not <laughs> take that with us. Yeah. Um, and just kind of mesh it all together and bring in what she learned because it was still different on how her parents who are now divorced and then my parents who've been through a lot and, and through what they've been through stayed together. Mm-hmm. How are we able to take those experiences that we saw and felt and now yeah. come together? 
mm-hmm. and allow those moments, especially if we still get those like moments where we feel that, that insecurity of what we saw in our mm-hmm. parents, mm-hmm. how do we go break through that to make sure we have that positivity. Yeah. And I think that, and in our, our lives in church, like mm-hmm. that's, that's been, that was always huge. Like to make sure like God is always first and our joy comes from him. Right. And if we make sure that happens and we look to him for the joy and not the world because or the world other. or each right. other, because saying. we're going to always fail. Mm-hmm. the people will fail you, then that allows us to not have this expectation, a high expectation of from people and others because right. you're going to get disappointed. Right. Right. So did you yeah. guys go to church together then, like when you were young? Tell us the story of like how you, how old were you when you met? Like that's adorable. Oh <laughs> Tell me all about it. I want to know more. Oh, so, so crazy. Five minutes away from each other. <laughs> but there was literally one road that was, that separated us that would have, she like went our to a, school our school districts different. went different in elementary school. Yeah. So literally there was just one road that went across and we went to different elementary schools. Mm-hmm. She's a year older. And then we went to the same middle school. So I got in, I was sixth grade. She was seventh grade. We used to see each other. We had the same kind of circle of friends, mm-hmm. but we never like met in middle school. We just kind of saw each other, knew of each other. Well, mm-hmm. she says she didn't know me. Which is hard to believe. <laughs> I, I was a stud in middle school. I was a stud in middle school. Even in middle school. Even in middle school. That's a bold Now you know. Okay. Now you know. Right. No. <laughs> but we just had the same circle of friends. Yeah. High school is where we like officially met. Well, and I was in ninth grade when I got to ninth grade, 10th grade. We had first period theater class, which yeah. it's crazy to think how that full circle was yeah. theater class yeah. and all those videos we do. Um, and we met each other basically like doing the, oh, everybody sits in a circle. You say your name and one fun fact about yourselves. And I was, she says I was loud and obnoxious with my introduction. I mean, look, y'all, y'all know what I'm dealing with. Like, <laughs> there's no way. Just don't deny it. Just accept it. I do accept own it. What you own it. I yeah, own, own it all. It. Meanwhile, she was very... We see her. You guys see her. She's out there. But this was Miss Reserve. Yeah. Like, hi, I'm Hope. Um, I like yeah. to sing Pretty occasionally, much. but not in front of a lot of people. Yeah. Only for church. Only for that was that was Hope. <laughs> now you look at her and she's out here dancing and doing everything. Because we're like, behind screens. In right. person, it, it's different. It's easier behind the screen, easier. right? So okay. the crazy thing is we went through high school. We dated for like two months when I was in ninth grade. She was in 10th grade. Went to homecoming together. We broke up, went our separate ways. We probably didn't talk for like a year and a half. We saw each other. We'll say hi, but that was it. Her best friend, my best friend wanted to go to prom together. We hooked them up. That's how we kind of just started talking again. She graduated and I was going into my senior year. She called me out of the blue. Didn't even know she had my number. Asked me to go to TGF Fridays. And we went to lunch together and had been hanging out ever since. Oh. Um, and it, and that's how the story goes. We we started dating. Um, I went to school in Pennsylvania, and she stayed home in Virginia. And we dated long distance for that period of time. Uh, and then I proposed my, going into my senior year of college. Mm. I proposed. Nice. Uh, and then we got married a month after I graduated, and moved to Oklahoma a week later. It was wow. like boom. Let's start our marriage. 
going to the middle of nowhere. (laughs) Yeah, hold up, hold up. Oklahoma, what was in Oklahoma? Because you just don't move there. Exactly. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So I applied after graduating from Buck. I went to Bucknell University in Pennsylvania and I was like, okay, what I want to do next? Wanted to work in sports. Um, had an opportunity either to go to New York and be like a ticket sales guy for the Knicks or go get my master's and work in college athletics. And I was like, I can get my master's for free. Mm. All, all I can hear is, oh, you know, you know, you got to continue education now, help, you know, you know, kind of jump forward you to better things. So I was like, let's just let's do that. Yeah. Um, not thinking I'm about to have a wife and a graduate assistantship paid me about a thousand dollars a month. month. Meanwhile, I had no job. Like, <laughs> we broke. broke. I mean, peanut butter jelly, ramen noodles for weeks at a time, breakfast, yeah. lunch, and dinner. Yep. Like, it was just, it was we, rough. We made it work. Though. It was rough. <laughs> but it was so funny. Like, we have some friends that from that time, we used to just gather together. Mm-hmm. And, like, those are some of our closest friends from during that time because we were all in the same boat. We were same all struggle. broke. Yeah. We were the only married couple, so it was very unique for them. And, like, we're all coming together. Let's let's eat together. We did Thanksgivings together. Yeah. It was just mm-hmm. like, let's oh, all just, we all in the same boat. We're going to just yeah. try to make we it. Broke together. <laughs> we broke together. Right. Get our education. Let's see what, yeah. what happens. So right. that, that was a unique experience. But it moving away was so great, I think, for our marriage because it was like, from the jump, it was like, all we could rely on was each other. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, we couldn't run home to mom and dad. They were 22 hours away. Your yeah. calling was one at one point our phones got turned off because we didn't pay the yep. bill. So it was like we all we can do is just hang out with each yeah. other and fix our problems. Yeah. Yeah. And we figured through that first year, if we could make it <laughs> through we, that. if we can make it through that, we can make it. Yeah. We'll, right. we'll be good. We'll be good. And that was a piece of finding, finding the positivity in it all. And I, I look back, we have a friend that was like, Wow, I would have never known y'all were going through all that because you guys were always so happy. Y'all were inviting us over to your house and serving us. And yet y'all didn't have anything. I mean, but I I just want to paint a picture because some people may not know, like struggling wise, like we're talking about, we had a, what is the, uh, in the living room, you know, where the sunlight can come in. Yeah. Like a sky roof. Like a sky roof. Skylight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. And it's dead winter. And all of a sudden it starts snowing in the living room. Uh, and we're like, um, <laughs> that was a so, and I'm like under there with my tongue, just trying to get, make the best of it. You know, tornado alley, yes. we through tornadoes. So it's just like, if we've literally been through the storm <laughs> in Oklahoma and I was like, okay, well, if we can get through this then we can get through pretty yeah. much anything in life. So we yeah. took that and just journeyed on and, to the point to where we are. We, and yeah. because of my job and working in athletics, we went from Oklahoma back to Virginia, back to Oklahoma, South Dakota, Wisconsin, now Illinois. Wow. Oh, so we've been a little bit of everywhere. That's, that's a lot. Wild. But like the power of those shared experiences is like you talk to some couples and they might go through something really crappy, but if they don't have a growth mindset and if they don't think, mm-hmm. oh, my, my man's behind me, my woman's behind me, then they come yeah. on the other side thinking, yeah, that sucked. That was terrible. Yeah. I hated how you showed up in right. that way, which That's is right. which is really unfortunate. But like the the hard stuff that me and Melanie have been through, we just did 17 year anniversary. When was it? Just oh, like last, last week. Yeah. 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 So it's 17 Congrats. years. That's, Thank you. that's a minute, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, just thinking, Man, those first five years, one year, like we lived in some crappy places that 
Yeah. It's the, there was never snow coming through the roof, but it's pretty close we to it. We had slugs coming in our walls. We yeah. had holes in the walls and literal slug trails through our oh, house. Yeah. We're like, okay. It was a rental. It's like, but it was, yeah. Yeah, gra- it grad was all school, we could afford. Like, yeah, it was that same time frame. Like, yeah. newly married. We have no money. We have a dog yep. for some reason. And no money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. right. yeah. yeah. but, the, but the power of those shared experiences, and if we can look back and go, oh, man, yeah, that was crazy. But I knew that we were together. Right. That is a lot right. of fuel to push you through through mm. other hard times, which, which yep. we can also get yeah. into yep. and stuff like that. But the power of positivity, I wanted to go back what you were saying, uh, Kadero. I wanted to call you Special K for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I have a I have a coach that used to call me that though. Oh, really? Yeah. One of my coaches. I'm just calling you Special K. Special there K. you go. There you go. <laughs> so you were saying uh, that we 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 took the the positive, the good things from our family of origin, and then mm-hmm. we were able to choose like, okay, I'm not going to bring that into this relationship. I'm going to bring mm-hmm. all the good things in here. And a lot of people, for some reason, because we talk about family of origin a lot on the show. A lot of people sometimes don't even recognize that stuff and they just bring it in because it just comes in like a tidal wave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't realize that they can go, hold up, I am going to stop that. Sometimes we call it, call it generational curse or just whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. Mm-hmm. It's like over and over and over. It's like, no, that can stop with me. I can pick and choose what I want to bring in to the marriage. So I just wanted to point that out for our listeners. Right. Like, you don't have to perpetuate this stuff. Right. You can, yes. you can like it stops here. Whatever that is, drugs, alcohol, poverty, yeah. uh, anything. You can sarcasm, you can stop anything. It. Yeah, yeah, sarcasm yeah, yeah. could be so many I look, things. I, that's a great point. I look at it as almost like you packing, like you're mm-hmm. in its baggage, right. and it's like, all right, what am I gonna take? take. Yeah. And if you taking all that stuff, you're like, I can't get on this journey with all this stuff, and yeah. then make sure my spouse is okay. Right. So let's lighten the load with all this dead weight that's not going to help us. Yeah. So, and then let's go with a nice light baggage because yeah. we're going to always go with a little something. Yeah. If it's insecurities or whatever it may be, it's lighter than bringing all the other stuff that we've seen and right. dealt with. So that's so funny that reminds, we just traveled recently and we are like the Kings and Queens of minimalist traveling. Like are we have backpacks. We be. never yeah. check luggage. Like it's a rule. Really? Like you don't check luggage. You just compression bag. Every kid's got a backpack. And so I love that idea. Like get your carry on. We don't need your, we don't need your <laughs> giant, just your carry on of your stuff. That's fine. Yeah. The essentials. Um, yeah, the I'm essentials. bringing the positivity of the growth mindset. Right? I like that. That's <laughs> yeah. good. That's really yeah, good. Essential. And I have to state like, it totally changes the way I see you that you guys met in theater class. I studied theater. That was all I did. Oh, really? And so now I'm like, oh, I see it now. I get <laughs> it. But here's what I want. Kadero impersonated you when on your first day when you met. I want you to impersonate him. Yeah, we're going to have to make that happen because <laughs> I got some stuff up my sleeve that I could definitely display. <laughs> you you got to get in character. You can't right. do it. You're like, hold on. That's going to take a minute. Right. I got to. I got to go yeah. over here. That would be and, and very enjoyable. I got to get right? the FUBU shoes and all of that stuff. You <laughs> know? What else? What else? Back Keep it coming. Day. This sounds so good. Yep. <laughs> corduroy suits. Oh, I did have a corduroy suit. Just saying. It's a lot. That was, what color that was, was it? Burgundy. Oh, yeah. Ah. I like it. With the matching burgundy shoes. It was what was the cut of the pant? You had a corduroy suit. Big baggy Steve Big Harvey bag. style. Yeah. Oh, Steve really Harvey. baggy then. Like this baggy, like the, the like jacket came, the jacket came down to my calves. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like it was the long jacket. 
It was, was like, a, it used to be a place in our mall <laughs> that you could pay like 120 bucks. He got the suit, the shirt, right. the tie, the shoes, the belt, everything. Oh, and yeah. all of us, used to, that was where we went. Yeah, they thought it was a good deal, but it's like, it's too good to be true. <laughs> like you're getting all of that stuff for $120. Right. I was so... I was smooth. Uh, okay. You with me now, ain't you? Well, oh. not because of the suit. Nah. <laughs> not because of the suit. It's what was in the suit, right? right? It was right. Right. in the suit, right? That's right. Nah. Yeah. Uh, well, I this is totally unrelated, but I wore my these might not look it, but they're pink earrings to celebrate Ooh. y'all's little lady. Okay, oh I'm so excited. Congratulations on little baby so girl. Ta- can we dive so into much. that and your story and talk about that? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my I, I just want to hear all so, about it. Yeah, yeah, so that goes back to even Oklahoma days. And um, yeah. our, we decided once we, we knew this was a story we were always going to tell, it was just like the timing of it. Mm-hmm. God had placed it on our heart that we were going to tell this story and that we were going to help people heal or uh, just let them know that they weren't alone yeah. in a situation because it's so many people dealing with it and so many people feel alone in that in that in those moments. And we wanted to make sure people know, like, you're not alone in this. And mm-hmm. so many people are dealing with it and don't know how to talk about it or don't know how to share their story. And um, one crazy thing about it, it was like the month of May for us was huge. And we from buying a new home, we moved into our home on the 8th of May. Mm-hmm. I started a new job um, or got the job the following week and then found out we were pregnant that same week. Mm. So it was like three major things. It was like, I was like, boom, boom, boom. Here you go. Let's go. Like, it was just, wow, wow. Um, But in that moment, he's like, all right, it is time to tell this story. And even when those times of Oklahoma and and Hope talked about in her YouTube uh, that you know, even as a teenager, she was dealing with, yeah. you know, issues um, yeah. with her menstrual cycle mm-hmm. and, and how that affected her and her mindset and how she then brought that into our marriage. Um, and then all the treatment we started, mm-hmm. even as a year into marriage, which yeah, I still go back and think, I was like, 11, we say 11 years of infertility. I was like, why were we trying that first year knowing we were broke? Looking back, I don't know why we were trying that first year because we were like, We did get pregnant, but I was like, hey, that's you, not, you know God has your back. Yeah, yeah, and I think he knew we weren't ready, like ultimately. But I think mm-hmm. like it just, sometimes you grow up thinking because you get that pressure from other people as well. And it's like, oh, you, you get married, you have kids. Like that's the order of things, you know, by some people's standards. And it's kind of like, Oh, you know, so that was a great thought. And for me, I always loved children. Like I was always at church with the baby. Like I was taking people's children in a good way, you know, just like, <laughs> let me hold and like all that stuff. So it was like, it was always in me to be a mother. And I was just like, why not? You know, God says we can now we're, we're legally married. Yeah. So let's give it a shot. Do it. And so it was like that first year we were trying and, and I kind of knew because like, you know, God forgave us, but even before marriage, when we would have our slip ups, like nothing would happen and come from it. And we were protected and stuff like that. But then mm-hmm. I was like, there's some moments when we may not have been. And I was like, okay, well, we've been at this for a year. Nothing has happened. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I know that like my cycles weren't normal. And I was like, I feel like there's going to be some sort of struggle. So let's see if we can get in front of it and see like, cause we never know how long it could take, right. in which now we figured out it took 11 years. <laughs> so it was like, um, so we started with the oral, then we've eventually moved on to like 
IVF. Oral, oral, uh, I mean, oral like, as far as like conscious stuff. Yeah. I was following you, but I don't I don't think this is that podcast of theirs. <laughs> I know we got anatomy of sex <laughs> podcast, but we're <laughs> not on that one. No, <laughs> no wonder you weren't getting pregnant. <laughs> Every, yeah. You yeah. weren't getting pregnant. <laughs> We tried and tried. I had to go there. I had to go. <laughs> that way. Um, yeah, so we tried like medication and then we eventually went to IVF. And that's when we moved here to Illinois because Illinois um, covered pretty much like 90% of IVF, in which yeah. is unheard of. It's only a few states that do that. Do that. And um, so we're like, okay, well, let's try. This is our opportunity. Yeah. So we did it, failed the very first time. Um, before that, we had miscarried in 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we tried IVF the second time here. We got pregnant and then we miscarried again. So we were like, dang, you know, we were just fed up. I was mm-hmm. tired. My body was tired of going through just the hormonal changes and the shots and injections and all that stuff. And so that's why, like, this baby is just so miraculous in its own way because it's like we weren't trying at this point. We were TikToking all 2020. I mean, so it was like having that wasn't sex a and TikToking. Yeah, right. I was like that wasn't a thought. Like to be honest, and so it's like okay, we're moving, and then I found out like my period was late, which to me wasn't right. abnormal because I've been struggling this whole time. Um, and I just thought it was maybe late because the stress of the move and like all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then like my boobs just kept hurting, and I was like, Carol, this is like the fourth week. And normally they don't last this long. Right. And at that point, I was like, okay, well, we should probably get a test. No, no, no. It wasn't at that point. It was the oh. point where every day around one or two o'clock, this one would fall asleep. Mm. And it was just like, you, we slept for eight or nine hours. Why are you so tired? I couldn't explain it. I didn't know. What <laughs> I was, was nap shaming. I was, was like, nap shaming. <laughs> get up. We need to be, we haven't made any videos. We need to do nap this. <laughs> I mean, he was bad. He was like, we need to get to work. And I was, I was like, like, I'm tired. All right, maybe we should get this test because now you're sleeping a lot. Yeah. yeah. So then at that point, mentally, I was like, I don't want to take a test. I was yeah. like, I've taken mm. hundreds, if not thousands of tests in the past. I'm tired mm. of disappointment, false hopes, all of that stuff. Um, but then it was one Sunday I woke up and just took a test. And I just, I was quiet. Like my mouth just dropped open because I saw this faint line. And I was like, okay, I've seen this before when we miscarried. And that meant my numbers weren't as high as they should have been. So I was like, I don't want to get excited. But then I told Kidero, and he was like, no way, no way. He was like, show me the test. Because he didn't take my word for it. He was like, show me the test. He was like, how many we got? And I was like, three. So we took them. Um, And then we made the appointment. And there was a baby on the ultrasound. And I was like, what in the world? Like, God, it it had to be God. Because we weren't trying. I had given up at that point. And I was like. You know, it's just crazy. And so now we're at the point now that we are five months along and it's mm. like, this is the longest pregnancy I've ever had. And right. they say everything looks great. And mm-hmm. it's just been easy, like no morning sickness. So I'm like, this is literally a gift from God because I just, I feel good. Like overall, there hasn't been major struggles or anything. So it's yeah, just, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. And yesterday we had our gender reveal and, and found out it was a girl. So it was just funny because our whole marriage we've dreamt of a girl in our dreams like we that's all that we've seen so when we saw that we were like we've literally just dreamt of her and Mm -hmm. and and now she's she's coming so man that's so so exciting that is so awesome i i watched your your guys's process on on instagram you know and you, you you had like you know 
part one, part two, part three. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you guys really got emotional on that because, I mean, it's an emotional thing. Yeah. There's a lot of ups yeah. and downs of, like, not only physical stuff, but, mm-hmm. like, mental. Like, yes. oh, my gosh, this is so much mental mental mm-hmm. energy just going out and going out. What, what do I get my hopes up? Well, what if I don't? Mm-hmm. All this stuff, like, all the questions, which can – it's really stressful in itself. But yeah. you guys were really vulnerable, and I want to say this. It's easy for y'all women to cry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, especially on camera and stuff. But Kadero, like, you know, you were you were super open about that stuff too. And I I want to say, I want to give you props for being like leading in that way. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of us guys, it's like I've told Melanie before, and I don't know, I'm not going to speak for you, but it's like I would rather. What did I say recently <laughs> on the show? I said I would rather lift like a 2,000 pound boulder, wear an underwear barefoot in the snow with like dogs barking at me than like cry or something like that because it's easier. It is sometimes easier. You know right. what I'm saying? And yep. I'm not ashamed to cry or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, let it out. But it is so emotionally hard. And I think that as guys, as men, mm-hmm. we're, we're trained up in that way. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So I, I, I wanted to thank you for that because whenever we do stuff like that, mm-hmm. we're like giving permission for other dudes to be like, Hey, mm-hmm. let those emotions out. Right. It's it's mm-hmm. it's way better out. And a lot of times our women want that side of us, you know, yes. like that emotionality, not like just crying yeah. babies all, you know, 24/7 right. or anything like that. Yeah. Right. But just like, "Oh, you got emotions. You're letting me in." You yeah. know. So, I, I just seriously wanted to give you props for that and oh, tell me a little bit about like what you thought about it. Were you like, "Oh, I'm not going to do that" or, you know, "Who cares?" What was your process like that? So, I would say I'm actually total opposite i'm probably a big cry baby you I don't do it all the time i don't though. do it all the time like i still like especially if i'm around my dude my guys I, you know i'm no oh. i ain't crying now i ain't crying but <laughs> there are moments that are super emotional where it's especially if it's draining on me emotionally and mentally mm-hmm. the cry is my outlet mm. um and Going back and re- just talking about it and reliving those moments, that was my outlet. And yeah. so it was for me, it was easy just to like let it out again to be like, man, that was tough. And I think the biggest and it's and for me, it was like the weird parts of when I was crying because I remember crying. It was she started talking about us at the basketball game yeah. to do the shot. And I was like, yeah that hit you hard that's how that's how hard we was working at this man like we wanted to, we still trying to have date night but you got to be on these schedules for the shot so here we are with a little backpack of ice and our medication, with the, and our medication because it had to stay on ice and we're like telling our friends hey we'd be right back and we got to head to the family restroom so i can inject it with the with the stuff and it was just like Man, that was just mentally draining. And to see at the end of the day, nothing came out of it. It was hurtful. And yeah. so the, for me, it was just easy. And But like you said, like I do hope that it shows like there's nothing wrong with being vulnerable in those moments. Like mm-hmm. we all hurt. It's, yeah. And it's right. okay to Absolutely. hurt and to show that. And like I said, your woman usually wants to see that or your spouse wants to say thank you for letting me in and mm. not just looking at this as just another you know situation but you care enough to right. feel the emotions with me mm-hmm. um and I felt every emotion and I think that's also part of being a godly husband 
is being that covering. So whatever she feels, I should feel that too, because I'm covering her. Mm -hmm. Um, And so to see every time I'm poking it in the hurt or the deferred hope of knowing that we tried and it didn't, it wasn't successful. When she hurts, I hurt. And I'm hurting like double because like there really there was I didn't do much out of it Mm -hmm. at all. And so she was and all I could do is sit there and watch and see Mm -hmm. the hurt. And it just hurts me even more. Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, yeah, it was one of those things. Just I was just wanted to want people to know, like for both parties, it's both people are going through it. And sometimes even in those moments, people may forget about the man. Right. Um, And in those moments, they they. They they was able they were able to see like yo it it affected me a lot mm-hmm. um, because at the end of the day I, all I wanted is her to be happy and when she's not it tears me up mm-hmm. it tears me up mm. that's good <laughs> that's so cute. one of the things I love about you guys and uh, all the things that you do is that as humans we learn by watching other people we watch our parents and that's how we learn how to talk to people what are, you know all the things and some of us don't have really positive families that we came from. Some of us don't have dads that cried or that even had that idea of like, I'm covering my wife and if she hurts, I hurt. And what I love about the work that you do is that you model that for people. You don't just talk about it. Lots of marriage people will just talk. They'll say, yeah, you should be this. You should do that. You should like blah, blah, blah. But then they never show us how, right? And what I love is that you guys show us, you show us inside the ups and downs and the good and the bad and the funny and all of it. And you allow us to see a different way of how can I, can I do that? Can I do what they're doing? Whether that's a funny TikTok video where you're like trying to climb all over or whatever it is, or crying when we talk about infertility or our journey and all of those things. And so it's just really, I'm always really thankful for people who are willing to step out there and model these behaviors because that's the hardest part mm-hmm. like actually showing up and being like this is what it looks like you know <laughs> yeah. we, we even we even tried one of the poses you guys did for i don't know this is this is a while back you know like the the yoga poses like you see somebody who's like actually knows how to do right. it like okay i got this and you're like you know halfway breaking an arm and stuff yep, we tried yep. something out but it is every we time it's like oh, laughing watching you there, there goes Kadero moonwalk and they're like then hope is like trying to like contort her body or something <laughs> right. like that. It's really funny. But it's like actually doing that stuff. Now right. if a couple can be like, Oh, hey, that's funny. Hey, let's try that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then if they can just try that, and I'm not saying, yeah, go do crazy yoga poses or whatever, but like enjoy one another. You know, so yeah. many couples are just like, yeah. you know, we're all about business, we're all about all about yep. the kids or anything. So if we can slow down and go, Hold up. We're best friends. Mm-hmm. We're together yeah. all the time. Let's enjoy one another. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. emotionally, yeah. physically, funnily. Funnily. Yeah. Is, is that a thing? <laughs> With fun? Right. Uh, yeah. oh, you're going to say something? I wanted to add, like, so, and you said you didn't really set out to create this platform, but now you have it. So what mm-hmm. thing, like, tell us about that journey. Like, what is it like knowing that you impact people? And what kind of th- responses do you hear from your listeners and your viewers? I'd love to know more about it. Oh, God. Wow. It's it's so crazy because like like we said, like we did not set out for this. Um, but the thing that kept us going from when we first started was was the comments that people were saying. Mm-hmm. And it was the whole, um, you know, my mother just passed. I've been crying for two weeks straight, but now I'm watching your videos and actually smiling for the first time. Or mm-hmm. my son has autism and he is reacting to your videos, even though he doesn't react to anything else. And it's like those moments, like literally we will cry behind our phones because we're like we have 
we we weren't expecting to do this, like to impact people in this way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like, all we can do is just thank God for the opportunity and thank God for allowing us to be a vessel. Um, Cause for us, it's, it's normal life. Like we literally just turn the camera on and it's like, it's just so weird. It's hard for me to fathom that like our regular life is doing this. So it's kind of like, it's, it's kind of weird, but it's kind of like, well, okay, God, if that's what you have for us, then we'll do it. But it's just, you know, the people that just say, we need to see more love. We need to see more black love or healthy examples of marriage or, you know, you guys give me hope again. I've been divorced for 30 years and now I'm looking to love again because of you guys. And it's kind of like, you know, it's overwhelming and it's kind of like a sense of responsibility that we now have because it's like, you know, this is our mission, you know, together, like this is our purpose. And it's fun finding that together because I, for the longest time, never knew like, what is my purpose or what am I supposed to do? But and, she always wanted to work with me. And I was like, I am not trying to work with you. Like, I, did. I love you, but I don't want to work with you. Yeah, I, look know, at where I know we your style. Now. I know your style. I'm not trying to do it. Right. Oh right. my gosh. This style funny. is totally different. Like before it was like event planning or like right. something mm-hmm. ad- administratively, but this is fun. Like yeah. this is like literally us just being ourselves. So it's kind of like, it's, it's not work because it's, just us yeah. but it mm-hmm. of course you know on the backhand there is actual work behind oh it, yeah right it's yeah. kind of just like it's just i think the craziest crazy. part is it's ministry <laughs> yeah and because we we grew up in the church and it was one of those things we used we used to have those pastors that prophesied y'all marriage is going to be something different and y'all going to be y'all will be examples like we've heard that before we got married in the very beginning like y'all gonna your marriage is going to be just it's going to blow something the world unique. up it's gonna be something unique and you're gonna you're gonna be preaching the word and i was like nope i'm not preaching i'm not trying to get no pulpit i said i'm, I'm not, not a yeah. first lady yeah, i'm not we're not doing <laughs> that like but, you know from the black church we was like nope nope i'm not trying but yeah. to remember then it was like one of those moments when we started this it was like god reminded me the church is just the people right yeah. we can't say when we think of the church sometimes people think of the building the church is the people Mm-hmm. And we got to get outside of the four walls and just make sure we're preaching the word. That's all I commanded you to do is just lead people to me through the word. How you do it and the and way you do it can be up to you as long as the word is still coming forth and staying true. Mm-hmm. And so when we're doing these fun things and I'm serving and I'm being a husband that is looking out for my wife first and loving her like Christ loved the church, I'm ministering the word through a funny video and people are like oh or they just see the joy and they're like yo why are y'all so happy or how are y'all so how happy are y'all so yeah. happy how do y'all get through the, the hard times because we know yeah. it's not all yeah but because we got a god that we serve and we have a relationship with him individually and together now we can say different things and do different things to say hey this is why yeah and this is how and that's the ministry behind it and then like you said that's when it's like oh cool this is this is bigger and this is something that now cannot stop because yeah. now we're it's we're in our mission we're in alignment right. with the assignment that he's had for us we Ooh, I, like I have never heard that in alignment with the assignment i that's love good. that so, I, so a couple things. I, I mean, when when you said that you guys had people saying yeah. your guys' marriage, I promise you that gave me cold chills, like up my spine. I was like, oh, there's a word. I don't know what's happening, but it was so, like I for real got cold chills when you said that. And 
one, it, it made me think of another thing that uh, w- there's some kind of saying, I don't know, it's like an old saying, it's like, share the gospel, use words if you have to, mm. or something oh, yeah. mm-hmm. something like that. You know what I'm saying? And have you that heard makes that before? Me, that makes me think of what you guys are doing. I haven't, but I love that. Yeah. You know, share the gospel, use words if you have to. Yeah, because we're not up yeah. there, you know, like, you know, preaching in the pulpit or whatever, you yeah. know, being yeah. all this. We're like, oh, no. We just make we just make videos right. and mm-hmm. then yeah. pe- like creating that relationship and then creating mm-hmm. that conversation is like, oh, I want some of that. What do you got over there? OK, right. yeah, tell me about that. Right. But yep. then even before that, I was thinking, yeah, we just like do our thing and get together. And I've said this for years. It's like whenever me and Melanie do the show or if we're going to do like a Instagram you know, video or something or just a podcast episode, it's like some of those times, most of those times are like the best times I get to hang out with my best friend and really talk about just like real stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want it to ever be like, Oh, we got to do this and this and this. Of of course we're going to like fine tune stuff and be like, okay, let's add some value and like, you know, get, get our, you know, message across or whatever, but never to the point of like, Hey, I'm really mad at you. Oh, let's go do a show. Then put on this face kind of thing. It's not, it's not that because, it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, everybody says authentic, and that's a buzzword, but I recently yeah. heard a new definition of authentic, and that mm-hmm. comes from the word author, and it's actually like, oh, I am authoring what, what I want, like who God made me, like who, who oh, I cool. am. So when I'm authentic, I'm not saying the buzzword, I'm saying, hold up, uh, oh, let me author exactly what's oh, in wow. my heart, in my mm-hmm. mind, on, yeah. on my spirit kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then I think okay. people just resonate and gravitate to that just like obviously they they do to you guys which yeah it's pretty rad i love that that authoring what's good. out of your heart because then you see what you see is what you get mm-hmm. and that's one thing we do take to heart when people when they what they see is truly us and it's funny because the people who do know us and know have known us for a long time when they when other people have uh say oh you you know you know hope and Kadera? And it's like they're they're the greatest. They're like, yeah, that's that's just them. That's like just for them, it's like we're funny, but they're like, that's just them. They've always been like that since high school. Like it's yeah. whatever. But that's for us. That's that's humbling because we know, okay, we're staying on path. Yeah. We're not putting on this facade. We're not putting on this mask. Mm-hmm. We're doing exactly what we've already called to do. We're authoring what you said. Mm-hmm. What's out of our hearts and who we are. Yeah, and we're not changing up for anybody. Yeah. yeah. And that's what people want. Like, if we're for real, like, people want because there's too much fake stuff out there. There so one one thing I want to ask you guys about, and and, uh, we we do this with our clients and with our listeners, too, is like, okay, we have to, there's an importance of having a shared vision Mm -hmm. within marriage, not just like, okay, we have to blend everything together where I don't know who I am and I don't know where you are and it just blurs together, you know, but the idea of what is our shared vision of marriage of family, of kids, of how we communicate, of how we do intimacy, of how we uh, plan, all that stuff, and then interweave that in with spirituality. If you guys could talk about what your shared vision is, and it seems like it's been on the same page for quite a a long time, um, but just share a little bit about that and why it's important to you guys. Yeah. I would say, honestly, our shared vision goes with our mission statement for every day with H&K. I mean, because one that is birthed out of us naturally, and it's just to inspire healthy relationships with love and laughter. And I think like we always say that we want like our number one prayer is just to be used by God in any form or fashion that he has for us to be used in. 
And I think just like you said, being authentic, showing people that healthy marriages do exist, showing them that like you can have a best friend as a spouse and have fun. And I think that's the one of the main things is like having fun with your spouse. Like a lot of people think like when you get married, it's just like, oh, you know, the ball and chain, you know, you hear that all the time. And it's yeah. like, no, like it can be fun. Like he is legit my best friend. He knows everything about me. Like if we want to go, well, I'm not going skydiving, but like if we want to <laughs> go out, go skydiving, like that's our business, you know? So it's kind of like, you know, just showing a positive light on marriage and showing people that it can work if you put in the work. And, you know, just showing people how to, I guess, live their best life or live their best marriage through our mistakes, through our mess ups, through our troubling times, but also the fun times, like just being an inspiration, I think is our, our mission overall. I mean, unless yeah. you got more. To no, add you to this. <laughs> I think, I think for us, uh, truly our vision starts with our spirit, spirituality, and then it branches off. Um, I think. For us, our spirituality is the center. It is the the first point. And I think that's why we were able to very connect easily because we always talk about marriage as the triangle, yeah. as God is, is at the top. And then we're on those corners. If we're both individually trying to strive to be closer to God, we meet in the middle. Yeah. And so that is where it all centers. And then, then there's all the spokes of the the fun and, and, and being role models and, and going and having great communication that all works because we are going towards the way God has showed us to go. So if we're serving and God is a God of service and we say, okay, that means we need to serve one another. It's easier to get through things when I know she has my best interest in heart. I've had her best interest in heart. And those are the I think the the vision of it all is to make sure that we are living a a Christ-like marriage through our individual relationships. And then we bring it all together to make it something great Mm -hmm. and impact lives. And just, just, it it becomes an overflow. It comes up, there's an abundance in it. And it, and it's going to be through, it's going to be a rough patch. Like Mm -hmm. we always say, God didn't have, he his life, Jesus' life wasn't just, (laughs) straight he didn't just make miracles and went through life like whatever like it was Walking good like Jerusalem, at the end of the day everything is yeah happy. he wasn't just happy <laughs> no at one's gonna kill day, me <laughs> yeah he knew he had to get on the cross and, that, and there was even a point you know you had that you had the movie why did I get married like they're like man there's times like why did I get married Jesus was like in Gethsemane he was like dang why did I do this Lord yeah. can you take this away right I'm not trying to be on this cross like it's just, we go if you look at it we're going through those same paths but if we know, the, if we just listen to the will of God, we continue to build our relationship with him, we can get closer together and we can just, just continue to vibe well with one another. Right. Yeah. I mean, I push love that. that out. Yeah. Push I want to like talk about that more because we try to communicate that too. And it's such a, com- it's such a hard thing to communicate that like when you're not trying to get your satisfaction from your spouse and they're not trying to get their satisfaction from you, but you're both striving towards a higher calling to Jesus, it works better. Like it's the yes. weird and people are like, well, that doesn't make sense. And, but he said this, I don't care what he said. Like, that's not the yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Let's, and it's a really confusing thing to try to teach. So yeah. will you teach it for us <laughs> <laughs> and go. Welcome to the show, guys. We have right. Pastor Pastor K and First Lady Hope. They're, Wait, they're gonna, special uh, K to Pastor K. Right. That's right. <laughs> I love it. 
No, it is it is a very tough piece to uh kind of to kind of wrap around your mind, but I think the first key is saying is is a surrender to self. Mm-hmm. And that's why you have to have the word. And that's why you got to get in it for yourself. The funny thing about us and and why we do what we do also is because for some people we may be the only Bible they read or watch. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we have to live a life in a way that's, while it's entertaining, they know, okay, this Christian life ain't just boring. Mm -hmm. And then at the same time, they know like, okay, they gotta, you still gotta live your life in a a way that's, you know, pleasing to God. Cause he, at the end of the day, God is a rewarder. Don't they like, it's not like we got, but it's all about the heart posture and all of it and our mm-hmm. spirit. It's not like we out here trying to do things so that God can, hey, we did this, Lord, so bless us. But it's a thing where we want to do it because we want to be have that communion, that covenant with them. Mm-hmm. Why, why are we here as human beings not to just live this life? Because at the end of the day, we're going to die. And what happens? We're like everything you you got you gained on earth is not going to be there so our livelihood of and why we are here on this earth is to be with god and 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 he's gonna he's directing our paths and every little nuance and when he puts you somewhere are you still willing to say god come with me in this mm-hmm. or are you when he puts you somewhere you're like oh well, i got here i did it on myself god you out of here on this right um and so and marriage in itself is like taking two individuals that come from maybe totally two different realms. And now, just like Christ said, I'm going to sacrifice myself. Two individuals now have to say, I'm going to sacrifice myself for the good of somebody else. Mm. Jesus said, I'm going to sacrifice my life for the goodness of everyone's sins. That's the hardest part. And I think mm. that's why it gets so difficult. Because we are birthed into sin and we're birthed with self, a, selfish, a selfish nature. Mm. And so when we get with someone else, you're telling me I got to give up my life for that person? Mm-hmm. What if they make me mad? What if right. they disagree with me? What if I don't like their mother? Like, like anything <laughs> and everything. I love my mother-in-law. Um, but anything and everything, it ended up going back to self. But we got to remember, Jesus never was worried about himself. He was mm-hmm. always worried about others. And I think that, like, we also have to remember that we are, even though we're together, we're both on separate paths spiritually. Mm-hmm. Kadero has his own journey that he talks to God and and they have their relationship. And it's like, whether he does something weird or funky to me, like, I can't be like, well, he's made me mad. I can't you know, function or, you know, he's taken my happy away from me. He has to work on that himself. Like he has to answer to God for what he's doing or, you know, a sin and vice versa. Like, I mean, I don't want to put it all on the man, but it's like, Mm -hmm. whatever that person's dealing with, I think we have to go to the mindset of they're still a work in progress. They're not going to be perfect. They're not going to have all the answers or I can't look to get my happy from them because they may not be happy themselves. And that's Mm -hmm. something maybe they need to work on or pray for or whatever. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like taking the pressure off of them and that taking the pressure off of them kind of steers your heart in a, another direction as far as not looking for that happiness to, for them to complete you or, you mm-hmm. know, those whole sayings that people say, like they completed me. And it's like, well, we should kind of 
be on our own completion journey with, with right. God and then bring those together. Mm-hmm. So it's like never look for that in a person because everybody's still a work in progress. And I think once we kind of wrap our minds around that and know that like everybody's dealing with stuff that mm-hmm. they, you know, are trying to deal with and you kind of have more compassion and more grace. I yes. guess. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is it like wraps everything in grace? And that is so hugely important in marriage to have grace. And it's like a skill we have to be taught because we are not naturally naturally inclined. Yeah. 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 Repetition. And it's back at that triangle. Like we are apart. We are definitely apart, but we're both going this way. And when we go this way, we connect. Mm. But in that meantime, while we're both going this way, we got to learn, we got to do the repetition of forgiveness and unconditional love yeah. and grace. And there's so many pieces we, as we get in the word and learn what God is saying about it. Okay. It's changing my heart yeah. and we got to pray God change their heart. And as we continue, but there may be times you're here and they're there right. and you're like, Oh, that's yeah. the hard part. But God, always, he also talks about that. Find joy in the tribulation because mm-hmm. I'm still working it out. Yeah. Right. And I'm, I'm still working and I still have a will for your life to be, to, to, to prosper. Um, yeah. And that prosper doesn't necessarily mean money. It's just prospering in life and being yeah. good health and being happy and joyful and finding those fruits of the spirits of patience. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's why you hear that the, the quotes of the, the, the scripture of um, first Corinthians 13 of love, it, it's so important because you got to remember like to love somebody unconditionally. Yep. It takes patience and kindness and not and not counting the wrongs and so many of those things that it mentions there. That that right. takes a lot. Mm. Yeah. When you're just a when you ultimately are selfish and thinking about yourself. Right. Yeah. I love that you said that because when you said the word unconditional love, I was like, ah, there's like I love to think of saying words differently. Like that means mm-hmm. to love without conditions, conditions. Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So like, even if Seth's a turd to me one day, yeah. love him, right? Love even him. if he, I mean, who knows, whatever it is. And this applies so uh, amazingly, beautifully when you have kids to love mm-hmm. without, like unconditional love is to love without conditions. Sometimes it's right? easier to love your kid than your spouse though. <laughs> That's for darn tootin'. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, you guys they will They seem know. more innocent. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're only you're only three. You're not thirty four. You don't know any better. <laughs> you did this thing for the hundredth time. I expect What's up you not to know where right. you, on the other hand, you should right. know better. <laughs> you got to get your stuff together. Yeah, lady. but I just yeah. love that you that you brought that up and the the idea of unconditional love because so 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 many people say that term, but then they don't really dissect what it really means mm-hmm. and what the action of walking that out looks like. And there's a ton of grace mm-hmm. involved and. Faith well, and hope and love and all that. That's where the work is. Like w- at right. the top of the conversation, it was like, well, yeah, we're talking yeah. about work. It's like, yeah, we got to do the work, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And couples that do that get the reward, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. And not as like, you know, not a million bucks. It was like, oh, I, I'm content with myself and my partner. We're in a good relationship. Right. That's yeah. a reward. Because mm-hmm. yeah. we've, we, we've been on the opposite side of that before. I'll right. tell you that. You know, and then the the reward of this side is so much different. Mm-hmm. But yeah. so uh, I want to be respectful of your, your guys' time. Oh, and, we're good. We're good. Okay. We love talking with y'all. Uh, yeah. Okay, good. Uh, so what, what was I going to say? Oh, okay. So I was asked this, this question. So other than you guys are pregnant and you're having a girl, she's going to be amazing, all that stuff, what else is bringing you guys 
joy like jazz right now. It's going to be fall. It's going to get cold there up in Illinois. What's you know what's what's bringing you guys jazz right now? Just that right there. The fact that it's about to get colder (laughs) in Illinois, and she's ready for the bugs to go away, and she can just sit outside, crisp air, without going like like that. Like (laughs) I I mean, seriously, because they're so annoying. And I think like whenever that September October rolls around, and you know that like. For me, it's Hallmark movies. You know, <laughs> you know that they're gonna start playing. You know that the hot chocolate's about to come out. Like Christmas is about to come. That is what I live for, and I'm like, I just, I cannot wait. I'm just ready. I'm, I'm so ready. So that is a major joy. I, I bring it up at mm-hmm. least seven times a week. Carol, that like I'm just ready for fall that turns into winter. Yeah, <laughs> I think what's been it's gonna be unique for me this year will be. Um, this new job that I just recently started because as you know, I was been in sports all my life mm-hmm. and that was a arena where I was working 15, 16 hours a day. We're in, they're in football season right now. So we're talking like these guys are these coaches and their staffs and they are gone from their family from five in the morning. They're probably getting home about 12 at night and then they up and they do it again. and um, I think the last time we talked, it was like I was in that transition to think, okay, do we go yep. full time with this? And I remember that. Yeah, I was, like, yeah. I, I was thinking and it too. It, it was probably right around the time. Yeah. yeah, and I saw like, okay, let's do this. What's it going to yeah. look like? So and yeah, so keep on. I, we were at that point, and I was really praying about it, and it was crazy. I was like, I was at a point like, God, I want to, I, I want to step out, but man, there's a couple little nuances. I'm like, yeah, I'm not sure that I'm ready, but I know I need to get off this and I need, I want to be home with my wife and I want to be able to do H and K more and just be able to just have more attention to it. Funny thing is few, probably not too long, early April, um, uh, a colleague that was working at the school with me, he left and took another job um, in California but then he called me. He was like, hey, um, just want to tell you how much I appreciate you and um, how much that, you know, watching you and your wife do things has, has meant so much to me. And I know where you guys you want to, what you want to do. Just want to let you know, I mentioned your name to a guy that's looking for a position. It's a work from home. So and, you know, you'll be making more than what you're making at your current job. And you it'd be like nine to five, no weekend, no weekends. You'll have holidays, holidays. off. Mm. And I was just like, God. <laughs> you know, there was a couple of things I was worried about the, on the end of just going full time, like just going full. But this could work well. So yeah. I was like, it was like one of those points. I, I was like, all right, God, I need a Gideon moment. And the Gideon moment was like, hey, you guys, Gideon didn't know. He was like, if this is the case, make my cloth wet. And he was like, and I was like, I need that. I was like, I need that moment. If this is. If this is supposed to happen, God, let this interview process be a breeze and I get this job. And it was a breeze. And it was like the person that called called me actually knew him from football. Mm. And he used to like be one of my account managers in the in the position I was in. And so I then I met with another lady and I remembered her name. I was like, she was like, hey, you remember me? I was like, yeah, your name sounds familiar. She was like, yeah, it's your account manager. Um, when you were at Wisconsin, I was like, yeah, I remember. And so here we are going through all these interviews, people I'm remembering their names. And then the, I meet with the CEO and he's like, 
we've only talked for about 20 minutes, but I just feel something, man. There's a connection. I, I really enjoy you. Then about a, two, three days go by, and I was just like, man, I'm not hearing nothing. And he just texts me, hey, you're our top choice. Um, we'll get the, you'll get the uh, HR stuff on Monday, but I want to let you know I want you on board. And man. that was it. And I was just like, wow, like I'm about to make more money. I have less hours, nine to five. I can, when times where I can spend, you know, do our H and K. And then I have weekends off like that first weekend off. And I'm like at the beach and <laughs> <laughs> there was a guy that texted me. Hey, what's up? What you doing, man? At the beach. What you doing? Uh, we just still at the office. Oh man. Well, mm. I, I, I didn't even know what to say. I was just like, Oh man. Dang. Dang. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. well, I'm enjoying my day, man. Hope. And then a week later, find out we're pregnant. And I was like, it's like everything just started it connecting. It connected. Like everything was like, oh God. And it was like, it was like I was in prayer one day and it was like a light bulb <laughs> went off. I ran into the back room. Hope was like, Hope. I was still in the bed. It was like, man, God says like everything that works, uh, everything works for good. But those who love him, that's according to his will. And it's so crazy because I've been on this journey in athletics, but I meet all these people. And then these same people that I meet, then connect me to this person that gives me this position that I'm in. We're doing this H&K, which is our purpose and our will. But I wanted the time. And I'm like. This whole time he was talking about 20 times faster than what he just did. And I was like, oh, like what is happening to you right now? It just hit me like. Man, it all worked out great. And I while and while I had that love, what I'm doing, I still work a little bit in athletics. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just selling the product that I used to work on. Mm. And so it was just like, and so there was a, there'll be moments where if I need to travel, I can travel. I can still get that little the the camaraderie of the football piece of it that uh-huh. I love and I'm been knowing all my life. But at the end of the day, when five o'clock here, I can be like, peace. <laughs> And everybody else is still doing it. like they're in the grind, and that was the piece I I most love. And most part, I was like, God, I thank you, I appreciate you, because I had no clue what the plan was going to be. Yeah. But like the word says, He has a plan for us, and He knows He's the author of it all, and He's working it all out. And He's just the divine connections that were being made through this whole journey of mine to put me where we are today to be able to make do what we love to do. And still take care of my family as a man, because that was the biggest part. I was like, how do oh, I right. take care of my family as a yep. man? Yeah. And then have our child on the way and know that there's not going to be a day where I'm going to miss her first steps oh, or hear her say dad, dad for the first time mm-hmm. because I'm out at a game or at right. practice. I can be right here. I'm right. working from home. And I'll be right here working. And there may be days where she may be on the call with me and I'm just hoping <laughs> to make sure that yeah. it's just going to be is what it is. But right. those are the moments I'm already looking forward to. Like, I'm not going to be not have to miss a moment right. of her Man. growing up. Oh, that's so good. That, that is so like, for real, I didn't think we were going here, but that is like so inspiring. I'm like, I'm finna go to my prayer closet now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't think I even have a prayer closet, <laughs> but there was a time cause I grew up in the church, you know, and like, like praying was a huge part of mm-hmm. our life. Yeah. Like when we were going through the real, I mean the real stuff, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it was imperative that we were just praying all the time, mm-hmm. all the time, all the time. And then honestly, I've gotten a little bit away from that. And I was asking one of my friends, I was like, hey, man, do you pray still? I mean, I still pray, but he's like, and he's a Christian too. He's like, nah, I hadn't prayed in a minute. I'm like, what is that? What is that? That's, that's something missing here. And then I'm just thinking about like all the things that like were 
just clicking for you guys, like blessing after blessing after blessing. And then it's like there gets to be more energy behind that right. kind of thing. And then then you attract things mm-hmm. like people, places, like, yeah. oh, I got hooked up yeah. with this guy right. and this. Yeah. And it's just blessing after blessing. And then it's like, oh, my gosh, this stuff is real mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. like, for real, like, again, I wasn't expecting this. Like, I'm right. a little convicted here, like, in a good way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm wrong yeah. with it. Hey, we got to get our prayer right. game. We've been messing around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think you, it's honestly too, like, just when you realize God just wants that relationship. That's it. And it's just talking to him. Talking. And it's like, okay, <laughs> just commune with me. Just be with me. And he's like, he, we already know like he wants the best for us, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like a selfish moment. And uh, we've had many of these moments too, mm-hmm. where it's like, we expect things or we want things, but we haven't even talked to our father. And it's like, I could only imagine raising a girl, which she will not be like this, but asking or wanting things for me, but she doesn't even want to talk to me. And it's kind of like, well, you know, you then feel used and you feel like, well, do they even like love me? They just want, 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 take, take, take. And it's like, we, he just wants that relationship. And I think like, that's all that prayer is, is just talking to your father. And it's like, you know, once he just feels that it's like, yeah, I want to bless you. Like, I mean, cause he already naturally wants to. So yeah. it's kind of just like the icing on the cake is just for him to have now that have that communion, communion with, you. with you. And that's yeah. the piece where people get confused when we lose sight of when we haven't been praying. It's like, man, all it is is take a moment. It could be whatever, wherever you are and just say, God, blah, 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 blah. Like, this is what I'm like talking regular. regular. And right. like, yeah, I know. I, he ain't listening. <laughs> He's listening the whole time. Yeah. yeah. But it's just nice to say he you acknowledge him, acknowledge right. him yeah. in all your ways and just in everything at that moment, you stop and you're frustrated like, God, man, I am frustrated about this. And this is yeah. was this happening. And he's like, OK. And either in that moment, he convicts you to be like, yeah, but you need to get this right. And this is why this is happening. Or he's like, I get you. I got you. And right. you just, just stick with stick me. with me. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's just those moments. And we've learned that. And that's even even in our relationship when things are weird. We'd be like, have, have you have you have prayed? prayed? Today? When the last time have you prayed? Because you were acting. Because we'll funny. notice ourselves get real irritable, real right. weird when we haven't had that time with them and just yeah. haven't communed with them. We get weird and like think we get testy and like, yo, right. you've lost that, that little that joy and that peace. Mm-hmm. That's where you've lost that peace a little bit, and you're so worried and anxious. And that that was me big time as a husband and wanting to leave, like staying anxious and like I got to do it this way and I got to do it. I got to take care of it, not saying, not just casting my cares on God to say, okay, God, I'm frustrated. I'm worried about this, but you got to, you got to handle it. Let me just mm-hmm. live life and let you handle it. And when yeah. I've done that, it's worked out. Yeah. Right. And once I, and I got to just go back to my remember, 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 <laughs> I just got to remember that. Oh man, back then he did it. Back then he did it. Why would he change now? Yeah. Why would he not like do that. it now? He did it then. He did it back then. He did it then. But, but that's that's our human nature. We forget right. it happened yeah. in the Bible. Right. <laughs> I know, right? Isn't that so funny? You read stuff in the Bible, you're like, still? Again? Yeah, it's still yeah. happening now? Yeah. Still doing it. Now I got all those, because I, I grew up Pentecostal, you know, like Church of God. Like, you know, I got all these songs in my mind now. You know. When you, uh, when uh, back uh, there, yeah. Like, I mean, these songs, Wait. they go on forever. Like, uh-oh. Yeah. Yes. Sally just. Bring it yeah. out, you know, right. running around the church. I know, I was I gonna know. say, we got 10. <laughs> yeah, what do you call that one? Got 10 it. speed and need run, to go, yep. go down the aisle. We know it. 
I've yeah. Oh, that's fun. I, I love, love it. it. I love that so much. And I really appreciate you guys sharing like all of your journey and everything that you guys do for, for couples and for families. I can't wait to see your little kiddo and to see how that <laughs> just transforms your work. And, and, and it just brings yeah. joy to so many people. It's going to be so fun to watch. I love kids. So, yeah. uh, but that's, what are your baby name options? Yeah. Do you have to share oh, baby gosh. name ideas or, or you're, it's okay if you don't want to, but I love talking baby. No, well, the funny thing is like, we have this list that we've been working on since 2001, right? So, <laughs> so just for a minute, it's okay. a short, short list. But it's funny because like, we found ourselves like going through that list and we like blew it off and it, names from five years ago. were like, no, that's not flying in right. 2021 or 22 or whatever. But, um, I don't know. We've just, we are so open. Like we haven't set our set like a certain name or right. anything like that. I don't know. I mean, if y'all have suggestions, let us know. Like, Melanie. So, <laughs> Melanie. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, no. Uh, one, one thing that, so all of our, we got three kids, right? And uh-huh. maybe, I don't think we ever talked about this on the show, but our kids have a family name and then a biblical name. And that's yeah, it. and that's how we so decided their name. Some, something from my family or her family. It doesn't matter, yeah. right? Like we bring them together. And then a biblical name. Mar- Mariner does like it. That. One of our kids' names is Mariner. That's right. not a family really? or biblical. Well, yeah, but, but Seth, Seth is. So Seth is a Seth family is biblical. and biblical. Oh, that's true. Right? So yeah, our first kid is Mariner Seth Studley is his mm-hmm. name. And the, the funny part with our kids' names, they're the only names we could agree on with each kid. There was not like a list. Really? It was like... Oh, he yeah. hated all the names I liked. I hated all the ones that he liked. And the name of our children is the one yeah. name that we agreed on. But yeah, that was how we did it. It was always like they had to have a family name and a biblical name. And Mariner Seth Studley, Seth is both biblical and family. Yeah. And then Matthias Tough Studley. Yeah. So Matthias our, is he is goes by family. Tough. Yeah. And then yeah. Matthew is you know yeah. is from and then or, or um, Matthias. Yeah. Yeah. Matthias and then is Hadassah. my yeah. And then Hadassah Lula. And Hadassah is Queen Esther. Queen in Esther Bible. in the Bible, yeah. Yeah, but she goes but by how Hattie. did y'all decide, though? Because I'm trying to think, like, who on my family I would want to name our child after? Like, <laughs> what, did y'all ever get mad, like, if he named somebody and you're like, nah, we're not naming it after that. No, 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 we Uncle never. Uncle John. John. John is in the Bible. No, no, Uncle John was a drunk. I don't want to mess with him. Right. Right, like... Yeah, we didn't. I mean, no, no. For us, so like uh, Hadassah was super important to you from this book series that you read. That uh-huh. was very impactful. And then uh, my mother's uh, middle name was Lula, right? So there's the family and the the Her biblical first name. name is Lula. And then Hadassah Lula. Your mom's first name. is Oh, Lula. sorry, sorry, right, right. Well, well it's, said it's it was all, my mom's middle name. <laughs> no, it's all family, right? Yeah. But then, like her grandfather had just passed away right around the, the, the birth of our second son. So that yeah. was impactful and important. And then That's our how first got, kid yeah. is Seth. So it's like, I mean, he, well, Mariner he Seth, technically yeah. could be Seth Jr. Technically not. <laughs> His first name is Mariner. SJ. Yeah, but we never, again, we never fa- we never fought about any, like yeah. we didn't agree on any of them. So the when we found the one that stuck, we went, okay, it's that. That's, it. Like That's, it. It. That's the one. Let's yeah. roll with it. And yeah. just as a warning, she will say dada first. There is no... You know, I've prepared, listen, I... I <laughs> Talk about prayer. I've been in prayer about this and God has already told me, you know, I need to just not be selfish anymore. She's going to have Kadero's whole heart. Oh, she will. Um, Bro, I mean, you don't even know. Yeah, you I, don't. I, I, I'm, uh, oh. I'm, this is why we need date night every night leading up into it, because I'm like, <laughs> I just, I, I know. I mean, we've dreamt about her for 11 years. So Aww. it's like, you know, yeah. he's just, he's, yeah. I'm going to be the tough one on her and he's going to. 
Oh, a hundred, a hundred percent. It's so I've, sweet. Like you're going to, it's just going to melt your heart. Hattie yeah. looks at him like she has never seen anything better in her entire life. I, I mean, it, it's though. the best. It it's is the best. It is sweet. Yeah. There's a, there's a daddy daughter dance that have taken oh, her to a couple times. Sign up for all of them uh, forever. You know, then that's where she probably will call me because he didn't stole the show and is in the middle of the dance floor. Doing He's, the out stuff. <laughs> He's moonwalking. <laughs> Like, You're like, Dad, slow down. You're embarrassing. <laughs> oh, I can't yeah, wait. That's embarrassing. Yeah. That's going to yeah. be so fun. I think at the end of the day, man, I'm so excited for for our little one. But it was somebody wrote a message to us and was like, um, your baby girl is already loved around the globe. And that Aww. hit me like, wow. Like, or, and then somebody else put, um, your, your baby girl is already bringing so many, changing many lives for the better. Yeah. Um, just because we told our story and here she is, um, this miracle child from God that, man, I, I, I believe again, and it's because of your child. And it's like our unborn child is already changing lives. And those it's are the stories, crazy right? Yeah. Like when people say like, I'm ready to commit to God again, or like, mm. you know, dust off our relationship and, and rekindle, you know, my belief in Christianity. And it's kind of like, we just never know. You never know how you can impact somebody just by your actions or just mm-hmm. by being obedient. And it's mm-hmm. like just the amount of lives that are changed just from us being obedient, telling our story. It's like, God, it, we're just thankful to him thankful. for allowing us to even do that. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. oh, that's so beautiful. That's awesome, you guys. Thank you so much. Like for real, convicted, yeah. inspired, all the <laughs> things just from this, just from this last hour. That's so- going to start praying again. Hallelujah. Now, Melanie's been praying about that one part already. She's like, man, who would have thought? My prayer's been answered because I hope we get there. See? <laughs> Pastor K. Hey, Pastor K, it. First Lady. That's what you guys are, right? Uh, no, for real. Thank you guys so much. Um, where can Thank people you find you? Um, stuff coming up. Tell our listeners so they can go directly there after this show. Absolutely, man. Our, our biggest area is Instagram. Um, Every day with HK is our handle. You can find us there and uh, you can look us up on YouTube every day with H and K. Um, we just throw out a lot of just fun, fun facts, we, uh, fun videos, um, inspirational videos. Our YouTube's big on like different questions about relationships and things like that. So um, we're on TikTok, Facebook, um, kind of all the social media platforms. Um, awesome. So yeah. All right. And well, what's coming guys, up? We're just going to continue doing videos. That's this good. baby taking up most of the time, though. Yeah, <laughs> yep. it is. Because I've been sleep. tired. Yeah, She's been like, ah. Yeah. Nope, not doing a video today. Sorry. <laughs> good. Sleeping, good, good. Sleeping and parenting. That's what you guys oh, are going to do. That's so what amazing. you're supposed to do. So keep yeah. sight of that. So yeah. you guys, listeners, go there straight away. Again, guys, thank you so much. And yeah, this has been a joy to, to hang out and chill with you guys once again. So thank you. Thank you, guys. All right. Have All right, a great guys. rest of your day. Later. <laughs> Later. Later. We hope you guys love that episode as much as we did. Hope Whoa. and Kadero are absolutely amazing. We can't Sears. wait to see their little teensy baby when it's born. That means seriously. Uh, yes, I know. And so if you love this show, you should go follow them. And then after you go and follow them, you should rate and review this show on iTunes and let people know how much you loved it. All right, guys. That's the whole story. Thank you. All right. Rate and Talk review. to you later. Bye. Bye.